0: Hello, my name is Scott Bradley, and this is the Scott Scott Podcast. And today I'm joined by Ian Lyle. Ian, how are we? I'm alright, Scott, how are you? I'm very well, mate. And we're also joined by Chris Toner. Chris, how are we? Yeah, good, thanks. So, boys, the season is back this weekend, and Ian, I cannot wait, mate. Honestly,
1: it's about time. I've been waiting far too long for this. It's, it feels as if pre seasons last forever.
0: But yeah, pre it season
1: all in, everyone.
0: Mm, yeah, definitely. But what do you, so Ian, I just want to ask you, what do you make of Rangers preseason so far? And um, done really well, so we did uh won every game, didn't even concede a goal.
1: I mean, you, you can argue that. that's a cracking preseason, but you know, they're not real games, so it's hard to to properly like extrapolate their progress and then you've you've got teams playing like changing their teams at half time and stuff like that, so it it looks promising attacking play, looks a lot more fluid, there's a lot more variety in attack,
0: but mm mm-hmm it's really Aberdeen that's going to tell us if it's working up. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's the thing, though. Like, see, pre-season friendlies, I don't get too excited about them. But yes, we had a good pre-season, right? Played some good stuff, but I'm not going to get my hopes up just yet, you know. Because that's the thing, though. Like, uh, Chris, how how would you sum up Celtic's pre-season? Do, uh, do you think it was uh, really good or do you think it was, like, quite poor? Uh, well,
2: given the results, um, obviously, like, not to be looked too much into or anything, I don't feel. Um... But yeah, some players did have some good shows,
0: even amidst the results. So uh, how do you feel about uh, Fraser Foster um, staying at at Southampton and he won't be coming to you?
2: Uh, The great season, last season, uh, it's disappointing to see him go. But however, we have made a big signing. Most expensive keeper signed by a Scottish club, Vassilis Barkas from EAK Athens. So I'm excited to see how he does.
0: I £5.5 million, uh you spent on uh, Barkus. Um, so what do you think? He's quite optimistic about this new uh, signing?
2: To be honest, I actually think it's a bit of a steal because he was previously valued at about €10 million Euros when Udinese were interested in him. So, And in season 2018-19, he had, I believe, the
0: best clean sheet record in Europe, 22 and 41 appearances. But see the Foster deal, mate. How come that never went through?
2: Um, I think he just wanted to um, fight for a place at uh, Southampton.
0: Mhm. And Ian, see uh, Foster. I think he was on, or he still is. I think he's on a ridiculous amount at Southampton. I think it was like, I think he's on like eighty, ninety k a week. So I don't think there was any chance he was going to take a big big uh, cut.
1: Oh, I well, don't forget, he was England, England number one for a short while, and at that point in his career, he was on fire. So, I as much as he can love, it, can love in our club, it's, it's hard to take a big
0: wage drop, especially in sort of his peak years as a goalkeeper, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how uh, Barkis does, and, uh, yeah, like, obviously, the stuff I've read about him, he looks to be uh, a, a really good player. So, I think Celtic, as Chris said, might have got a steal with that one. So, we'll move on from that, and... The big man's been in the news over the last few days. No shock. Uh, Alfredo Morello seen. Um, Rangers rejected a bid uh, of thirteen million. I think it was uh, plus add-ons uh, from Leo. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, he can't. He can't take him for thirteen million. You know what I mean. I think Rangers are the right thing by releasing, sort of, saying that it's miles away from our valuation
1: because. £30 for a club that's so cash-rich. Like Think about this old Pepe, was it a season ago, two seasons ago? 72000000 2 million? Mm-hmm. They've been selling youth talent all around Europe. They've got tons of money and they're offering that. So but one of the best places in Scotland.
0: Yeah, because the, the first story that came out during the week there, mate, was that Morelos agreed personal terms with them, and then Rangers came out and said, no, that's not true. So do you think Morelos will be like, off if we get a, a good bid in? and it's like, just say it's like 20 million, right, I would I'd probably accept that, but do you think he would want to go then? Oh, well, with regards to the whole agreed personal
1: stats, uh, personal contract, and that that may not even involve Manelis himself, that may just be, his agent knows a sort of ballpark wage what should work, spoken to his agent, he's like, yeah, if he comes, that would suit him, that's, that's, what, uh, that's enough for the story, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily, Alfred's first on the phone non-stop, like, please, please come take me, mm-hmm. but 20 million, it's that's, that's a lot
0: a lot of money especially the project. 19 million
1: pound profit or something like, that. like yeah exactly that. especially Should if we th- get a wee, a wee close of that you know what I mean
0: mm-hmm. yeah so like if we get 20 million mate <laughs> I would accept it but honestly honestly mate I would be gutted if Alfredo goes mate because he's been an unbelievable striker for us and still is
1: oh aye he's been phenomenal like last year in the league not as high as the previous year but last year in Europe like he's Breathtaking, like winning games by himself almost, especially the double header. Mm-hmm. Like, like you can't, you can't. It's hard to buy a player of that quality, like, especially if it's over twenty million. It's gonna be difficult to buy a player to fill in that gap.
0: Yeah, exactly. Especially- and like you see, like obviously, you see he's running Europe and how good he was. That's what uh, got like has uh, got attention on him because like he's scoring against teams like Feyenoord and Porto. Porto just won the Portuguese league this season. Oh, has he not got the most consecutive goals in a European competition or something like that? Yeah, he does. I'm he
1: sure does. He, broke, he broke some records.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: straight away, you should add money onto the FIFA just having that record, you know what I mean? He's proven in Europe.
0: Yeah, exactly. And see, like, if you get £20 million for him, right? I don't think we should go out and just splash the cash on a £10 million, £12 million pound striker. Because like, that would just be daft, in my opinion. We need to get someone in like, who's... Obviously, not as good as i because I think that's going to be hard to get a player as good as him, but someone who can at least fill the shoes and replace him in a good way, if you know what I'm saying. Like, a player like Josh Maggia has been like with the club, and I think that would be a great signing, to be honest, mate. And I don't think eh, Bordeaux will eh, be asking a lot for him if we go do decide to go for him. Aye, well, for example, 20 million, you've got to reinvest that in, this, in, like, in, the, in the club. You can't just
1: say... We'll sell it for twenty million and then buy fifteen million pound striker, and if he's a flop, we've just wasted all our money, do you know what I mean? It's the Gareth
0: Bale situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, you definitely have to buy maybe one, I would say maybe two strikers, maybe two different types of strikers. That mm-hmm. maybe young, a bit hungry, but something to prove, got good potential. Mm-hmm. And then just reinvest the rest of the money in the squad and the scouting. What was the second point you made? Sorry, I've forgotten already.
0: <laughs> no, I was just saying like uh, Josh Major. Um like I think that would oh, be yeah, a great signing.
1: This is where the, the nasty West Ham have come and try to take him off as, as well, as well as Nathan young Coombs has been linked to mm-hmm. West Ham. Mm-hmm. Moises has been reading our papers, I think.
0: Yeah, I actually seems a,
1: seems a good player. Seems a cracking player. If he can grab him, can't, especially with the FISA the being like sort of hinted at, like, it's a steal.
0: Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, because I've I seen it over, over the last few days uh, some reports at West Ham weren't afraid on Morelos, um, but... Like there was nothing really, really like concrete I don't think uh, obviously there was no bid that was made you know but I think I can't see Morelos going down south mate I think he'll be if he's going anywhere I think it will be abroad I
1: think I think he is trying to hod out for a down south move but realistically you're going to have to prove yourself in one of the other leagues like you have to prove yourself on that stage before you get to English Premier League mm-hmm. although they've got so much money I don't see why they can't like put him out for Alfredo Morelos for a premiership team is as a punt it's not even like it's a big gamble, you know, I mean like they spent pretty much the same money on Ollie McBurney. And mm-hmm. it was seen as a very much just like I will give it a go. So I don't see why they're so they're so shy about it, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: I guess Leals is the next special way to get, like, especially from as a Rangers fan, like the money they can potentially be offering. It's a good club for developing players. You know what I mean Hazard developed there. So the next fees only could be bigger, and if we can get a selling clause, we'll be laughing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Chris, how much would you say Morelos is worth? Um, uh,
2: even as a Celtic fan, I'd say he's worth like pu- pushing at least twenty million pounds.
0: How much did Dembele go for? Again,
2: it was twenty exactly.
0: Twenty, yeah. Um, yeah. See, yeah, uh, Steve Dembele. that's a wee bit off topic. I just want to ask you this, Chris. Um, what was the deal with Brendan Rodgers and Dembele? Again, because I remember they had a bit of a falling out eh, towards eh, the end of Dembele's Celtic career. What actually happened with that? I'm um, not
2: sure, to be honest.
0: Yeah, because remember when Rodgers went to Leicester? Eh, Dembele put up a, a tweet and it was like a wee dig at him. Do you remember that, Ian? Uh, I something
1: like, don't trust a liar or something like that. Yeah, I don't, don't that. That. Oh, sorry, on you go. From what I've
0: heard, from, obviously,
1: from, like, the wrong echo Chambers is... The reason he they, they got the move from Fulham to Celtic is because Rodgers said, come up here, approve your your skill and we'll let you go. The minute you say what you want to go for, if someone bids for you and you say, I to go there, we'll let you. But I think Rodgers was more keen on keeping a star man now enough. you can't argue with that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Here, Chris, here's a question for you, right? Who do you think is better? Edward or Dembele? Um, I'd
2: honestly say now that I think Edward has just surpassed where Dembele was. There's people that say that Edward's the best we've had since Henrik and it might be hard not to disagree with that
0: statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Edward, it looks like Celtic will be keeping uh, the big man. <laughs> it does look like that, and that'd be a uh, good news for uh, obviously for Celtic fans, Chris. Um, sorry, I went.
2: The noise went funny there. That's oh, alright, no, I'm so I was just saying,
0: it looks like Edward's going to be staying to Celtic this summer.
2: Yeah, that, despite the fact that Frank Macavenis came out and said that Edward looks disinterested and that everyone has a price.
0: Mm-hmm. How much would you say Edward's worth?
2: Uh, if we've let Dembele go for 20 million, followed by Kieran Tierney 25, I don't see
0: why we would accept anything less than 30 million for Edward. Mm, yeah, so staying in the topic of strikers, uh, Ian, I think you're going to th- love this one, right? East Kilbride are linked with Antony Stokes. What do you make of that? Were the
1: East Cobride that were in that amazing cup run a couple of years ago?
0: Yeah, yeah, and they played Celtic. I think Celtic only beat them like 2-0. Yeah, that well, was the uh, when I was Celtic. I know. I think, uh, I remember that game, uh, Chris, I think he's had, like, cotton co up top. Aye, uh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah.
2: But,
0: yeah, what do you make of that then, uh, Ian? Uh, what a fall from grace for Anthony Stokes. I, f- I wouldn't say was a fall from grace. I think he's finally the level where he belongs. I think he's
1: been living off of um, reputation same as that Tony Watt he's, he scored that one amazing goal obviously against Barcelona has lived off that reputation the rest of his career he's, he's not that good mm-hmm. Anthony Stokes is just a pure wind-up merchant you know what I mean he's not actually I don't make my call personally
0: that. I feel as though he only had like one good season uh, at Celtic and uh, that was with Gary Hooper and then as soon as Hooper left that's when Anthony Stokes got exposed uh, in my opinion agreed Mm-hmm. So yeah, what do you make of that then, Chris? Anthony Stokes, like he's co bride in the low the Lowland uh league. Yeah, well it's news to me, but I it's quite funny. I'm quite amused by
2: it.
0: Did you read Anthony <laughs> Stokes, Chris? No. Yeah, I like, it's understandable. Um but yeah, going back that. to uh your the point you just made there, Ian, about um Tony Watt. Do you know what I think he's like twenty six, mate? Do you know he's he's been at like twelve, thirteen clubs? <laughs>
1: Uh, I remember when he went to Rotherham, and he had the manager was giving all the
0: big licks, and then he barely played to him. He was useless. As he's, he's all, he's very cocky to Twitter as well. I think he'd actually reach a certain level before he can act like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So obviously, staying on the topic of strikers, um, another striker uh, who has been in the news recently, not for it's uh, so not obviously for a uh, good uh, things. Um, it's Lee Griffiths. Uh, Chris, uh, what do you make of Lee Griffiths's? Uh, like the, way, like the way he's Conducting himself recently And Neil Lennon's His big rant That he had on him Saying that he turned up To training yeah. unfit And he was saying that Like the club Have given him so many chances And he just Like keeps Like Excuse the French Like pissing up against the wall Yeah
2: He has really Let himself down And more importantly The club um, I think The club's gave him Everything To get him back Opportunities Um. So, he's only really got himself to blame, to be perfectly honest. And I think Neil Lennon was quite justified in turning him a new one and then leaving him out the Tour of France.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I think he was. Uh, he's back in training now. And I, I know he played uh, a pre-season game at the weekend there. And apparently he looked sharper, he, he looked good. But, like, as I know, Ian, Like how many chances does Celtic actually give Lee Griffiths? Because he's been nothing but a PR disaster for the club like don't get me wrong I think he's a good player right but he's, there's too much baggage like with Lee Griffiths and I, th- I think I think Celtic would be better just cutting the losses
1: I think that that's just it it's, he's a player who can just get he can get so many goals reliably in a season if you play him he'll score and he'll wind up players and he, he does what Lee Griffiths does but the PR it's just a disaster but you know I think Celtic have pretty much nailed PR in Scotland if you know what I mean like they're it's just it's to straight just things up when it comes to it. And as long as you criticise him once every season and then next week say, I don't know how he could go from being so out of shape and then two weeks later he's the fittest he's ever been. I don't know how that happens. I think that's just PR control personally. And you have to do that for a player like him.
0: Uh, Chris, what do you make of uh, Griffiths? Like, do you think he will play a part uh, this season uh, at Celtic?
2: Um, Well, he's not quite hit the heights that he did in 2015-16 when he scored 40 goals in all competitions. I think that ship sailed, um, but uh, I'd definitely say at the moment that I'd put Patrick Clamalla over him. Um, Clamalla's looked really sharp this pre-season. He's got all the attributes you want on a striker. Um, And then you need to look at some of the names that we've been linked with, like other strikers, uh, Ivan Tony for instance, Week One's top scorer last season. Um Peter Briff came out and says don't take the Mickey with uh bids for him. they not accepting it less than ten million. They're saying eventually it could be worth about forty to fifty million. Um Albinetti from West Ham with you know, linked with a loan move for him, with the possibility of that becoming permanent next summer, but West Brom might beat us out for that. They're looking to come in with a eight million pound bid for him. So definitely could be looking at replacing Griffiths, and if anyone wanted to come in for him, that would possibly move on from him after this. How much do you
0: think he's worth? Um, let's take a couple of million at least for him. Yeah,
2: because I think. Oh, yeah. Sorry,
0: sorry, on you go, Chris.
2: Um somewhere between two to four I push five maybe five's a bit generous but somewhere in that range I wouldn't say no to for
0: him Uh, Ian um, Rangers have been linked with the South African uh, midfielder uh, Zungu is that how you say it? Aye Mungani Zungu Zungu Zungu, yeah and yeah mate I think that would be a great signing and and I think he will offer our midfield something different if you know what I'm saying but what do you make of it?
1: Well, obviously,
0: when I when I first heard about the, the rumor, I had to do the obligatory YouTube, and they always they always look good in that, don't they? Yeah, um, they do. But <laughs> they do cause that's exactly. Like, I I don't know exactly what you've done. I went on the YouTube, watched a few highlights, and looked up some of his stats as well. And in my opinion, just from the highlights that I've seen, he looks uh, like strong, composed, uh, fantastic vision, and yeah, very tidy passer of the ball. And yeah, I think he would, obviously if we're going to go with a holding mid this season, I think he would offer uh, our defence that extra bit of protection, which I I think sometimes it really needs.
1: Uh, He he seems to be a bit more like what we wanted Davis to be. He has got all the range, the positive passing. Well, Davis is a bit guilty of not doing as much positive passing these days, but tall, fast, intelligent, can see a nice lofted ball can shield his defence especially if you've got Kamara as well next to him who can do all the same you know what I mean mm-hmm. he seems like a very 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 good player to line if you can get him for the remote, what was it three and a half
0: yeah because
1: like, I think he plays defensive mid for his club but I think he plays attacking mid for South Africa
0: right.
1: which just shows you like, he's versatile he's got he probably have some pretty good close control and stuff as well which like I say, I've only watched two five minute videos but I looked at the stats that like he said. He seems obviously to adapt to the league
0: which could be an issue but from what I've seen I'm very looking, I'm looking forward to him quite a lot. Uh, so what do you make of Stephen Jenner's uh, comments? Are they saying that we need more players? I do agree with him I think we need to get maybe another like two or three more signings uh, before the window shuts.
1: A well, lot of focus on Twitter we're seeing this as a big like him whining demand and demanding stuff off the board. I, the way I've read it when I'm sitting and obviously heard it in the interview I thought it was just being the way Jared is, just blatantly honest, just like, listen, if we're going to be loaning out all these players, we need more players in. If players become available that can upgrade the squad, we want them. That's just how you progress. I think we've definitely got room for another one or two. Obviously, if Alfie leaves, you need another striker or two, like I said. Eh, uh, go, they've got us two, two new centre backs, we've got a new goalkeeper, we're looking to get his defensive mid. Like, I don't see why we, we shouldn't be getting these players. Because
0: there's, there's a lot of players in our squad that are on the fringes and it's almost needing a clear out. Yeah, that, no, I absolutely agree, mate. Like, Gerard knows better than anyone, right? He sees his players, like, pretty much every day. Like, so he knows where the areas I mean, to strengthening. And, like, it's a massive season for us, mate. It's massive. And if Gerard, Gerard knows himself, right? If he goes another season without winning anything, his like, job will be at, like, high risk, and, yeah, like, this is a season where there's no, there can be no excuses, we need to win them this league, 100%. Yeah,
1: obviously the league has to be the target, but at the same time, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a Gerrard fanboy, if we win, if, as long as the league's competitive, obviously I think we should win it, but if we win, you know, a couple of cups, get far in Europe, he might still keep his job, if you know what I mean, if he still...
0: Showing blatant progress, yeah. I'm the exact same as you, mate. Like, I love Gerard, I really do. Um, and I would, I would honestly, I would love to see him succeed, right? But that I don't know, I agree with you what you're saying. Like, just say we narrowly miss out on the league title, right? And but we managed to get a couple cups. I'm like, yeah, he deserves at least another, uh, like, crack at it. But if we go a season yeah. where it's Pretty much the same as last season, where Celtic are comfortably ahead and we don't win anything. I don't know how he could stay in the job, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, you can only you can only accrue so much goodwill. Like, Obviously, he's a big name. He's a big star thing to have next to Rangers. But that can only carry you so far. If you're not getting the results and getting the trophies that this club demands, you're not going to keep the job.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously... The news that came out the other day, cambery won't won't be coming to Rangers. Um Gerard felt as though cambery didn't do enough to like earn a contract. Um I was honestly man, I would have kept cambery Um but if the season never got called early, I think he probably would have got a contract. So it's like just very unfortunate uh, circumstances uh, for uh because I know he really wanted to come to Rangers. Well it's it's difficult like what, what we saw of them, they looked good, they looked
1: different, like a different dim- uh, dimension of playing stuff like that but right, like you said earlier Gerard sees him in training every day he may have just saw like the classic Kyle He's playing for a contract and once he gets it he'll just take a wee step down I remember when comparing first went to him he was setting the header alight he was phenomenal and then he just sort of dipped away I think he does seem to have his place for the
2: contract and then once he knows he's safe he's sort of he loses the ambition maybe
0: and see his comments uh, that he, the comments that he made when he first signed for Rangers I think (laughs) that left a real bad taste and like, at Hibs. Like, when Jack Ross came out the other day and said that Canberra won't be part of his plans uh, this season, do you think Canberra's comments uh, put a part in
1: that? (laughs) I think the comments were the whole thing. (laughs) I
0: (laughs) I know, I couldn't believe it when I seen
1: it. He's got enough quality to be in that starting lineup. you know what I mean? But he burnt every bridge. He just, wow. He basically walked out of that stadium... Flipping the bird to everyone you see we walk past.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel- <laughs> right. I like, Do you remember uh, those comments, say uh, Chris, that Camberley made when he uh, came to Rangers?
2: Uh, refresh
0: my memory here. Um, I'm going to like. I'm trying to remember as well, but I remember it was, it was something, something to affect of like, yeah, I've always wanted to come to Rangers. They're the biggest club in Scotland. This and that. And he was like, yeah, this has always been my dream. And <laughs> as uh, Ian said, he, he basically just flipped the two fingers up at Hibs and like, bye. <laughs> I want to come here now. I think I he remember. said. I think he said when he when
1: he first he played at Ibrox, he told his agent
2: straight away, "This is where he wants to end up." <laughs> Yeah I do
0: remember something about him saying it was a dream move Something along those lines Yeah I remember that now uh, spe- <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, Pundits that got a dream move uh, Ian Michael Stewart <laughs> Celtic TV signed up for the season Oh mate It has to be said man Michael Stewart put in some graph for that And now he's got his dream, gi- his dream uh, gig Ah <laughs> uh,
1: yeah After a extended trial we finally He we finally got it it's oh. only as what his eighth attempt of trying to try and get a job out of this <laughs> I mean he'd been sucking up Celtic's arse for far too long there was no way was he wasn't getting that gig it was made for him
0: oh non-biased.
1: the non-biased sports scene presenter suddenly gets a job with one club it's strange isn't it
0: <laughs> I know I like but what do you make of that then Chris Michael Stewart going to Celtic TV
2: yeah well if he's got what he was after then <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh it didn't even surprise me in the slightest. See I seen it, I was like I just I just laughed, I was like I was I was like, oh well then, Michael. Like putting some graft, man. I, like, I can imagine you had a few bottles of champagne that night, man, to, for a wee celebration. Uh a
1: wee bit bubbly and some shadow boxing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, speaking of that video, that was like one of the worst things I've ever seen, man. <laughs> Michael's like, lighting that punching bag. It's unbelievable. And see the thing it makes it even worse, right? And his delusional mind, he uploaded that thinking, "Oh man, I look tough as it, I look cool as it, man." And then he just got absolutely roasted for it, <laughs> quite rightly so. My favorite thing is that I can guarantee you that he had a picture of Craig Levine and
1: I of that punching like, bag. I bet
0: you, hundred <laughs> percent, man. Oh, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. But yeah, um, Hearts and Party Thistle lost uh, the the arg- uh, arg- uh, I can say it. arbitration arbitration uh, bid. Uh, so, what do you make of that, Ian? Couldn't even get that word out there.
1: <laughs> no, you did, you did better than I could do. Um,
0: <laughs> Aye, but what do you make no, of that, it's then?
1: Bit, it's quite a shame. It's a wee bit gutting, but I actually saw, I think I saw on Twitter today, some German team or something like that are getting paid so many million euros for every game they they miss out in the top division because of it. Oh, so really? it's weird that It could have been a lot of nonsense, always, I really glanced past it, but it's weird that how... Belgium and France they sort of solved it but yet somehow here it's a different story especially Thistle like I can't, be, I can't feel more sorry for a club that they were absolutely robbed like you see all this, the tweets about how we could have came back and won the league because all these different flips like the, the Spanish league and stuff like that how they turned around the results Partic Thistle were guaranteed to stay up in my mind I know they were in the position at the time but I could not see them going down and they've been done dirty and
0: I'm furious for them. <laughs> yeah, I think they had a, a game in hand, did they not? No, I think they were like um, one point behind my game in hand. Yep. Aye, that's, that's a real shame for them, man. I do feel sorry for them. Um, and, obviously, they, like, see financially, that's going to affect them massively. Like, it's, like, hearts will come up, they'll be fine, right? But Thistle, that's, that's, a, that's a real sore one for them. Because I think they might oh, need Thistle. to go part-time now. That's what going to got a little
1: bit to say. Thistle said if, that's one of the things before the case. If they get put down, they're going have to have this start making folk part time. It's going to be staff losing jobs. It's just it's a disaster because it's something they never planned for. Because it was almost ninety-eight percent chance not going to happen. But at the end of the day, they were in the relegation zones at the wrong time of the year. It's they were that good; they wouldn't be there. I guess is the, is the
0: the excuse. Yeah, here's a here's a question, right? What if there's a second wave of COVID? Like, and just say our second wave comes around in like November time Chris do you think the, the SPFL might call the season early again? Um, or just wait to try and play it out?
2: Well I think once they've got to that point then if they suspended it then I think it would be like null and void at that point I know it wasn't last year just because the season had progressed to the point it got to I think that was the logic behind like, being able to award like, Celtic the title and relegate hearts. Um, but I think with how the other leagues in Europe, the Premier League, played out, that they were able to play them to a finish, then they would just hold out and
0: um, play whenever it was safe to do so. Because that's the thing, though, uh, Ian, because we've seen what happened uh, last season when it was called earlier, right? See... Rangers though, Rangers like there's no room for error here. We need to just like go and win every game and make sure if there's a second wave of COVID, that Rangers are top of the league.
1: Uh, you've read that tweet, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. I mean, if it, I think it's called in November and Celtic so top. They can, I would say, they can finally fairly award last season's title to them. If it makes sense. So finally, a full season of of games. I mean, I don't see why they can't just call it now and just give Aberdeen the title. They're currently top, aren't they?
0: <laughs> oh, I know. But see, um, oh, I've lost my train. I thought that was going to say. Um, I did. Oh, but yeah, like that's the thing, though. Um, See, if a a second wave happens, then I think the S P F will have no choice but to like call it early and just say right we need to end the season early, you know? Because like you can't like I know what Chris is saying. Like the season got to that certain point, but I just think the like they called it early last season, so if it's a second wave happens, then they have no choice but to call it early again unless. Like, if you want to make it null and void, then you need to make last season null and void, if you know what I'm saying.
1: I think they might, if it came today, they just delay it. they will say, we'll resume the season whenever this goes away and we'll play in the summer or something like that, and it'll just be a disaster. Mm.
0: So, uh, Chris, I think you'll be happy to know that uh, last season Scottish Cup will be getting played, uh, and I think, in December time, the two semi-finals. So, yeah, there's a good chance that Celtic could still get uh, like another treble. Page, what do you say
2: Yeah. Yeah, the semi finals are like November and then the cup final has been played five days before Christmas, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is December not busy enough as it is? Yeah, December is always heavy fixture congestion. It's going to be an absolute nightmare for clubs, especially those that end up competing in Europe. And then you've also got to factor
0: in that there'll be international breaks so it's going to be a nightmare all year yeah. I was all thought out wasn't it? Yeah like, see, and also I've seen the news today that on the 14th of September uh, football fans not all of them but all like so, uh, some football fans uh, can go back to the stadiums now so that's uh, good news uh, I would say Ian I mean it's not the same without being there
1: and like, I've heard many other podcasters that have, that have managed to get like access it says just being there is really really strange even watching on TV it feels strange you have to be there
0: fans football for the fans end of the day absolutely mate yeah I've seen uh, David Edgar uh, from Heart and Hand was, um, he got a press pass for the game against uh, Coventry so he did sorry what was that? I've seen uh, David Edgar from uh, Heart and Hand got a press pass the game against Coventry and yeah, I was listening to Pod as well, and that's why he was saying like it was like we are just like Rangers score and then just it's silent. I
1: uh, it was him and Stevie from Four Lads, wasn't that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they were saying stuff like you know, something the best comes on, and they stood up and they started clapping and they realised
1: what we're we doing. We're like the only folk here. Mm-hmm. Must be really strange, really strange. Yeah. I don't know how they're going. I'm actually read Dark about the bringing fans back, but it's just going to be like a random pick. It seems a bit.
0: I don't know how you justify to the fans who you say, say no to, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and do you know what? Steve's as well, right? See, my season ticket, I like, I sat, no, I sat on the club deck. My season ticket cost me seven hundred and twenty pounds, right? So I think that would be unfair if I get uh, like if I'm going to be missing out on games when I've spent that amount of money on it. If you know what I'm saying? Ah, exactly. Hundred percent. hmm And uh, Chris, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how much was uh, your season ticket? Um, a shade over five hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the reason mine's is so, uh, so expensive is because, as you know, in the club date, that's like right at the top, and it's like it's cracking seats as well. So, I d- obviously, I did not mind paying it. Did not mind paying 700, 720 pounds for it, even though COVID and that was going on, and it was very like I didn't. I was like, when am I going to be back at Ibrox this season? But my seat is too good to give up. <laughs> so I, d- I didn't mind paying the seven hundred twenty pound. But I think it would be unfair. For like someone like me who spent that amount of money to like to that to like miss out in Rangers games, you know, it's it's not fair, but it is what it is. So I'll be interested to see how they'll actually work it. Um but as you say, and I think like randomising it is a bit oof, unfair. I don't like that. Well, imagine you're paying your seven twenty for season ticket and that
1: you get randomized, you're not getting the game at home against Aberdeen. But you'll get next week against uh, two weeks' time against Hamilton. He'd
0: be like, no, I'd rather have the other way around. It's a bit daylight robbery almost if that's how it ha- happens. I don't think many clubs will go for it. Mm-hmm. If yeah, that's what the, they would do. And it, is that that's a good point that you make, it, Ian? Because what if they is it they do a random selection for an old fun game? And then, and then I have a certain old fun, but yeah, I get to go to Ooh. Hamilton. <laughs> Sorry, what is it cut out there? What Woohoo. you say that, mate? woohoo exciting. woo uh, <laughs> exciting. Oh man. <clears throat> But yeah, uh, just we'll move on from that. Um, St Mirren, uh, six of uh, seven failed COVID tests were false positives. Uh, Chris, what do you make about that?
2: Um, Obviously, it's pretty um, concerning all this virus and stuff going on still. Um, I think there's a lot of scrutiny going on into the testing procedures at the moment, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, c- and then the latest round of tests the one positive te- Covid test was St Mirren again
0: yeah like can you imagine being like the poor guys that found out oh my god I've got Covid then it turns out yeah it was uh, it was false I oh, know I don't like that would have been that would have been like so distressing uh, distressing so it would be man <laughs> um, but yeah uh, this weekend boys cannot wait uh, and obviously we've got a big one to kick off the season, Rangers on Aberdeen this weekend. Ian, um, what's your thoughts? How do you think it will go?
1: I can only start with utmost and blind confidence in the team, like I always do. Like I start out every season with. Mm-hmm. But I, I think with fans, but that, but not that the tawdry crowd. it's crazy. But it's a to, you know, upset the players. It could be a lot. It could be a lot easier without the, the hostile fans. I mean, watching, the only real issue in pre-season, mainly seem to have, was with the sort of packed Coventry defence, but it seems of have to find a few players like Joe Arable playing in the middle instead to find, to, to, to unlock his defences. So from, I'm not too worried because obviously they've got Cosgrove and Maine out, haven't they? So they've not got anyone up front. So they're going to be defending, let's be honest.
0: Yeah, it'll be like I classic one McKenna's team.
1: 101. Without a target, man, how is that going to work?
0: <laughs> I know. No, I'm, I'm I'm quite I'm not quite confident, I'm loudly confident. Yeah, like we need to start the season off with a bag, mate. We really do. And it's good news that obviously Morelos will be starting as well. Um but how do you what kind of lineup uh, line up do you think Gerard's gonna go with and what system do you think he'll play? Do you think he'll still be playing the 4-3-3? Oh I I think he'll just do the exact same level in all three seasons,
1: they'll be the exact same. That's what we've been working on. The thing is, although it is a full it is a four free, when you see them play, you can see it's not actually a full free, it's far too fluid to be that. You see Joe popping up the middle, you see him popping up wide, you see haji appearing behind Alfredo. you're actually seen Hadji in the box quite a lot, almost like a like a false nine, which I hate seeing that term because it sounds so FM, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think they've really worked on the whole fluidity of the sort of midfield three of the forward three.
0: So I think I think it'll work. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm confident as well, mate. Like we should be beating Aberdeen, and as you say, Cosgrove won't be playing, and he's Aberdeen's go-to man. So yeah, I think we'll get the job done, and I'm going to go with a. You know what? I'm feeling bold. I'm going to go for just. I'm going to go for a three-nil, mate. I'm go, I'm going to go for a three-nil. I think the players will be up for it, and Gerard will want Rangers to make a real statement of intent in the first game of the season. Um, what's your prediction?
1: I was actually going to say a, wee, maybe a 2-0 or a 3-1, but I'd like to see the clean sheet keep coming. You've also blatantly left out uh, the, the best of end the, of the season, with Aberdeen gaining Johnny Hayes back.
0: Oh yeah, I've seen that, Johnny Hayes. Yeah, I think we might have about that in uh, the last part then, but uh, Chris, what do you make about that? Uh, Johnny Hayes back at Aberdeen? Uh,
2: huge signing, Aberdeen getting him back, a massive loss for us, um, obviously. Johnny Hayes, we had three positions covered. Um, now we're lacking a bit in depth in those positions. Um, well, getting El Unice back up for a second season on loan that um filled one of the voids, but still definitely missed Johnny Hayes. Bought into the Celtic way, I believe. By then, the his time there.
0: So why did he leave anyway? Did he want to leave so he can get first team football, or like what was it? What was the reason? Yeah. His contract was up, um, and
2: I think obviously wanted a bit more regular action at, the, at his stage of his career.
0: Mm. But what's uh, your prediction then for Saturday against Aberdeen? Um, I'll say 2 1 Rangers. 2 1 Rangers. And then after that, we've got Dundee United versus St Johnston. Chris, how do you see that one going? Um.
2: I'll go to Dundee United new boys getting a win on their first day back.
0: Um, what's your uh, prediction, Ian? Dundee United back in the SPFL for the first time in four years? Well,
1: this, is, this, is a, this is the Premiership test for isn't it? It's a, it's a team that like to defend and they defend well. Can Dundee United make the big step up? Because the teams in the Championship aren't as solid as St Johnstone. There, there is a gap. It's not as huge as as the English Premier League gap, but there's still a jump. I'd be interested to see if they can still do the, the free-flowing striking or if they have to maybe tighten up to survive. But I, I, I can see a win. The first home game, first game back in four years. They're going to be right up for it.
0: Yeah, and St Johnstone, um, obviously they've got a new manager, uh, Callum, Dav- uh, Callum Davidson. Um, and I don't think he's going to change much maybe, when it comes to like style of play. I think he's still going to like, you, like use the Tommy Wright formula that's always worked for St. Johnson, so I don't think they'll make a lot of changes. I think St. Johnston will still continue uh, in the form that they were in under uh, Tommy Wright. So, throughout um, this game, though, I'm going to go for a one each. And then, it's uh, Hibs versus Kilmarnock. Uh, Chris, I, I was praising Hibs in the last podcast, saying that Hibs have got a great chance of finishing third this season, and I think they've got a good enough team to do it. Um, so, how do you see... Uh, them getting on against Kilmarnock at Easter Road
2: Yeah, I think uh, they'll get the win at home on opening day um, Kelly still a club on a bit uh, downturn since Steve Clarke left last year so I think Hibs will get the win here
0: uh, Ian, how do you see that one going? Well, I, I can't deny I'm actually quite a bit a fan of uh,
1: Jack Ross so I think he'll he'll get Hibs playing the way they should be playing ah, but then it's just that in the back of my head the way Hibs are they could I think they'll either blow Camonica away or it'll be a, a stalemate they will Hibs
0: it Oh that classic term Hibs it <laughs> um, Yeah I They're think different. um, I'm going to go for a 3-1 uh, Hibs win St Mirren versus Livingston uh, Ian how do you see that one going? The mighty
1: Dykes returns to action um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh man you're desperate for him to come to Rangers aren't you? <laughs> I can't
1: wait for him to sit on that bench all his career <laughs> Um, I'd say this, this is the, I think this is going to be the closest game Even with including Rangers Aberdeen, I the this is going to be a close one um, It's a shame we don't have a similar expert On the cod today oh, no. My plan was just to Pam it off to him like, I'll, I'll go for a one each
0: <clears throat> Yeah I'm going to go for a Sorry Graham but I'm going to go a two-one Livvy <laughs> Chris how do you <laughs> see that one going?
2: Um, I'll say a one each as well
0: and then we've got Celtic versus Hamilton. Uh, obviously, Celtic are going to steamroll Hamilton. Um, but what's your uh, score prediction, Chris?
2: Um, I'd like to think that it'll be... A, we'll steamroll them, but don't forget that Hamilton actually pushed us to the brink in a game last season. But I think being the start of a new season, ready to get going. I see what... If you're saying 3 0 Rangers over Aberdeen, I'll raise that and go for 4 0 Celtic.
0: I agree, I think it'll be 4 0 Celtic. What about you, Ian?
1: I can't argue with that at all. It should be a steamroll, especially, you know, straight up in pre season, with a decent up pre season.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: not as if it was late on the season when they'll get a bit more, m- more tired. I mm. think it's steamroll, I. you
0: know And then the final game is Ross County versus Motherwell at Dingwall. Ian, what, what, what's your uh, thoughts?
2: Um,
1: I see a Motherwell win away from home. I do quite like Ross County, I like the way they defend, the, the, the but I'm going for
2: 1-0 Motherwell and Robinson's son to
0: score. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Chris?
2: Uh, Give out 2-0 to the men.
0: And obviously staying on the topic of Motherwell, Ian, you know what I'm about to bring up here. Alan Burrows, the Motherwell Chief Executive, uh, has a warrant out for his arrest because he never turned up to court? Uh, is it two or three times he it, he was too busy with work commitments? Unbelievable, Some man. people just think,
1: uh, yeah, I, I'm actually speechless. When I read that, I was like, what an absolute rocket. Oh,
0: embarrassing, man. <laughs> I
2: can't say
0: anything else. <laughs> Absolutely embarrassing, so it is. Chris, what do you make of that? I
2: imagine not turning turn up to court. <laughs>
0: absolute dafty um, but that just sums up Scottish football <laughs> you know, just like never a dull moment <laughs> in our game you know but uh, boys, is there anything else you want to bring up before we uh, we head off not what I can think of uh, Chris oh no oh
2: no you don't want
0: Josh wendass back do you <laughs> that's what I was literally about to bring up <laughs> no 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 man I do not want Josh wendass back at Rangers and um, See, when I seen that news earlier on, right, I'm like, please tell me it's BS, man. I'm like, please tell me it is. Because Josh Windass, I despised him as a player, man. Like, he thought he was much better than what he was. Like, he was scoring against teams like Partick Thistle, Hamlet, etc. Dundee, and then he's shushing the fans, thinking like, he's, like, a top player. Like, not, nah, he isn't. Um, Ian, what do you make about that news? I think you have the same opinion as me. I, he's, 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 I
1: think he's just... He'd play good for five minutes and then he'd vanish the game, and that's not, you don't need players like that. But I've got a strong feeling
0: you're growing your hair back out just to in solidarity to pick Josh. <laughs> no, not at all, mate You'll never see that one again, man. <laughs> see you see that so right? Oh man, I know. See that I so and um, see, I actually like my long hair. But see, when I was getting hit with the constant Josh windass patter, I'm like, <laughs> no, it's away
1: no I don't blame you I don't
0: blame you it's insufferable that far man oh, okay I know man like, I'm not even funny. joking Chris right, I would go to the pub then people are like alright Windas alright Windas Josh Windas and I'm like oh, I can't, cope. I can't deal with this man um, you
2: probably
0: appreciated my Gareth Bill comment a bit more <laughs> 100% 100% um, I, mean, I don't know if I sent you a Snapchat where it was like I was out in the back and obviously we're in, we're in uh, lockdown and I couldn't get a haircut so I'm like you know what get a bobble in we ponytail on the go. <laughs> then I sent out and Chris was like Gareth Bell and right I'm like, I'll take that. <laughs> nah, I'm still
1: going
0: for Windows, I'm afraid. Oh man. The vanishing man himself. Oh. Love him. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Oh but are you did you say banishing still? No, the vanishing man, no Oh, yeah, sorry, bad. I thought you said Barish it's there, but yeah, no, that's I know, I always I'll say that. Front, I <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I always say that about Josh when that's right, just spot on. Like, perfect example of that Celtic game, scores against Celtic, then doesn't, he's gone. that like, you don't see on the rest of the game. Aye, and then you're the, a the pair of 10 men, basically. Although well, Rangers
1: seem
0: to be better at that, these days we better to bring them back, to are actually <laughs> better of 10 men. Oh, man. Did you ever see that interview with the open goal that
1: you done? Oh, no, I can't. After the. the the
0: egg and omelette interview, I can't, I can't listen to him. Oh, mate, I'm he, joking, man, he's so utterly delusional, like, he was basically I saying that Gerard was upset that Windass wanted to go, and I'm like, I highly doubt that.
1: <laughs> I
0: think Gerard probably drove him down himself. Yeah, exactly, because Gerard did say to him, um, right, I want you a part of the team, right, but you won't be playing as much, and Windass is like, no, I want to go then, and he's saying, yeah, Gerard was begging me to stay, like, no, are you listening? <laughs> There's no chance that this happening, but, I can't imagine Jared begging anyone to say I know exactly um, and that's something that annoys me about, like, one thing that really annoys me about uh, George Windass is his fans his fanboys on Twitter like it's unbelievable they're like please come home and he puts a tweet Anything puts a tweet up and then I remember one Rangers fan put up a tweet saying it was like this is one of the best moments uh, I've ever experienced as a, a football fan it was when he scored against Celtic and I'm like Jesus man that boy the boy put that up must, have been, must be like 10 or something
1: <laughs> Aye, I feel
0: bad for Young Rangers fans what they've had to witness, man. I know, like they've had to, they've grown up watching pretty much utter dross. <laughs> what, watching boys get stuck in hedges and stuff like that. Uh, exactly, and then see if they're saying, "If, uh, if uh, like if you see some Rangers fans saying uh, or oh, Josh Windass one of my favourite Rangers players all the time.' That's that's when you know, like, jeez, oh man, these kids. <laughs> like this is what they've had. This is what they've been. That's what that's what they think is a good player. Josh Windass. <laughs> School kids neglecting their homework. <laughs> oh, I know, but yeah, madness, man. I just really hope. Um, you know, I never see him in a Ranger Jersey again. <laughs> so, boys, yeah, I don't think uh, I've th- I think I'm pretty much uh, covered everything. Um, so uh, oh, the nine, you can name nine subs now, use five. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. So, we can use five subs. Uh, Ian, what do you make with that, man? Like, I don't like it, I, I just prefer three. Well, as being a
1: Rangers fan, we would probably prefer the league said no subs because we don't make it subs anyway. uh <laughs> eh, I, I, can, I can see why they've done it, but I've had a lot of managers coming in saying it benefits the bigger teams. And honestly, it does. I, I know it benefits us. It definitely benefits us, but I think it is a bit unfair for teams, that, especially in this, this economy where... Some teams struggling to keep going. They've mind have a decent bench. You know what I mean. They're playing the set. They're playing youth players in the first team. What have they got in the second. They've got fans in the bench. Mhm. So nah, I, I am no. So about being
0: decisive. Yeah, like I'm, I don't know. I'm just not a fan, but yeah, I see what you're saying. No, like we don't make subs anyway. Like that's another thing. I hope <laughs> Gerard uh, improves on this season. Is he needs to make subs at the right times because see if he does make a sub, he makes a sub with like 10 minutes to go and I'm like, how are you expecting this lad that you've just brought on to come with like Aribo? How are you expect him to come on with 10 minutes to go and change the game? <laughs> it's just not going to happen.
1: Aye, it was the classic 80 eight, eight minutes they take off a sentiment for a winger and then two minutes later, take off a winger for a sentiment to fill in the gap as if they gonna go, all right, for two minutes, we're going all out attack. attack. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs>
0: yeah like see oh before we go actually like that's i know like i thought we covered everything but there's just obviously like one or two things that I like come to my 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 mind like when we're just about to go off is like obviously we're just speaking about dykes there i don't think the move is going to happen mate because see if the move is going to happen i think we would have signed them by now but i know you want dykes nah, badly no i don't see, it. <laughs> nah, I don't see it. i'm gonna end up for the power, but no nah, i think it's, it's no chance it's happening personally if, 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 like i said if, if it's gonna happen
1: they, they've done it early i think. Just seem to
0: doing a lot of this stuff. If the press available, they're getting them in. Then and there, they're not waiting. It's a natural happening, And yeah, another thing, uh, just keep my head there before we go. Um, Ryan Kent's haircut, mate. You
1: seen it? Oh, the double rat tail,
0: love it. Oh, unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable, man. I just seen that. I'm like,
1: Pff. there's a
0: few, there's a few bad haircuts in our front 3 isn't there? <laughs> oh yeah, a hundred ten percent, man. But. Seen Haji's new hair. Yeah, i seen that, man. <laughs> I I'm, I'm in
1: support for it. Help oh. some of
0: headers go for it. Oh, mate, yeah, I don't know if you've seen that. high-end Twitter. It was so funny. Like, uh, this guy put a tweet up saying, this is our Rangers Front free for Saturday. And it was like, I thought everyone else is here. <laughs> <laughs> then Ryan Kent's here. <laughs> and Hadji's here. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's some good money in the, in the barbering business in the next couple
1: of months, I
0: think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But well, that's one thing, though. Like, uh, their hair might be terrible, but Chris, I know you can agree, Lee Griffith's hair is, is much worse than uh, <laughs> those three. Are
2: we calling it? Uh, that's after the hair transplant. Oh man, <laughs> i the seen that
0: mad. photo, I'm like, jeez. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I bet i demanding a refund
0: from the surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> 100% man. But aye boys, it's a good one and it's really good to be back for the new season. And uh, oh, oh, yeah, next, uh, next week when we do the pod, hopefully we'll be talking about Rangers win and uh, Celtic drop points. (laughs) (laughs) But pleasure as always boys and uh, until next time guys, take care and we'll see you soon.